Hey, DJ Flook here from Stadium Scenes Main Event. Networking has become more important than ever, so why are you still carrying around paper business cards that end up lost or in the trash? Our friends at Link have created a solution to that problem by getting your contact info directly into that person's phone with a simple tap from your plastic business card, a bracelet, or even an Apple Watch band. When it's time to update your contact info, make the change in their easy-to-use networking app. For listeners of Stadium Scenes Made Event, you can save 15% by typing in promo code StadiumScene, that's all one word, at checkout. To learn more, visit linkapp.com. That's L I N Q A P P.com. So I hear we uh, host a podcast or something, or we should be. Anyway, we're back with another episode. So we catch up on how our summer is going, we talk about Jillian's appearance on the NHL network. We reminisce about the World Cup and play the hardest round of trivia yet. So let's start the show. Live from a makeshift recording studio, somewhere in the middle of the desert, this is the Stadium Scene Podcast. With your hosts, DJ Flug. I suck at trivia and I suck at telling jokes. Kate Thompson. The Jackman, which is just the most awesome name. And Jillian Fisher. No, that was just because I'm crazy as hell. <laughs> You're listening to the Stadium Scene Podcast. Now that we're done snacking on our beef jerky, we're back with another episode. Woo! Yeah. I can't believe I started the episode like that. I'm, that's you know that is so unlike <laughs> me to go woo, just, and I just did it twice in the first fifteen seconds of the show. Hello. Quality content. Here. It is quality. Hello, Jillian. Hello. Hello, Kate. What up? What up? We have a full house today, almost. So, I guess. What has everybody been up to? Who and I think you get to start. You were you were telling us some exciting things. Um, yeah, we were talking off the air. Uh, just moral of the story. Uh, I've you know you've listened. I've had I have twins. They spent a couple months in the NICU. It's very expensive, and I'm glad I have insurance. We'll just leave it at that. <laughs> oh man, I, you know I make decent money, and I'm just looking at these bills, and I'm just like man. The average person can't pay off their own medical bills, let alone a you know a child or two child children's medical bills. But anyway, this is not the uh, not the show for that. There's plenty of other shows that'll <laughs> fill you in on that. <laughs> so, Jillian, you, you announced earlier this summer that you were kind of cutting back on your traveling and going more mm-hmm. towards the making videos. So yeah, you get a little more of a chance to explain yourself. Yeah. So. I'm sorry, the beef jerky. <laughs> you said you were done um, with your beef jerky. I was, but there was like a little pit that got caught in my throat. <laughs> um, <laughs> so uh, I first started out everything. I did a lot of traveling and it was more, I'm a cultural anthropologist. So it was kind of looking at the anthropological side of sports and mostly fan culture, which by the way, I still find fascinating. And like, a long-term goal would be to make that kind of content. Um, but the way I kind of view it now is like, you don't just get to jump to being Anthony Bourdain, like you have to pay your dues. <laughs> and, and, uh, <laughs> it, 
it's not, I wouldn't shouldn't say that per se for what I'm doing. Cause the switch I made, I actually did it because I enjoyed it more. Um, and the problem was with all the travel, it was just kind of like I was hopping around from place to place and not even getting a chance to do what I originally set out to do, which was to, you know, meet local fans, talk with them, hear their stories and capture those stories. And when I first started, that's actually what it was. I did that. I would spend a decent, like, you know, a couple days in a place. I would hang with local fans, play like their favorite games and stuff like that. Um, but it quickly turned into something else. And like when I was in Australia, I just remember like I was running around so much and somebody in the stands was like, Hey American, how can you even get to watch the, or watch AFL? You're not even sitting here because they had me uh, hey, out there. Hey American, man, that's yeah. Yeah. Travel, well, I mean, they weren't being, <laughs> what was, what was that? Ha- travel halfway around the world. Hey American, go eat American, a cheeseburger. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Um, and because the, who I was with, I was doing interviews in like inside the concourse and I was loving it, but like the, it was so true. It was like, I wasn't really getting to talk to anybody for a long period of time. And it kind of morphed into this thing where I was like, I just ran from place to place to place and was trying to get little snippets of content here and there. And the return on investment was really tough to get. And I was having to chase it down. And it's like, I wasn't even having fun anymore. I was, I was almost hating going to sporting events. And at a certain point, I'm like, why am I even going? Like, I'm not even hanging out with anybody. I was sitting by myself sometimes. So, uh, one last August I was drinking and eating pizza and I went on a drunken rant about why Yamir Yager needed to be signed because <laughs> he needed to be signed and I filmed it and I published it and I was like, I kind of like this. This was kind of fun. So I started doing some more of those. But I was like, I can't commit to getting shit faced uh, once a week. That's just too much drinking. <laughs> you know what? I lost track of the last time. The last time I was shit faced was when uh, my last wife, week. My, no, when my my wife was still pregnant before they put her on bed rest because I knew I had a guaranteed designated driver home. Yeah, smart move. Very smart move. Um, so I kind of messed around and thought about some ideas and thought about, you know, how could I have fun? Because the, the whole point of it always was to be another side of sports that was supposed to be light and entertaining and engaging. Um, and the kind of content I was, you know, turned out that I would need to produce with the, you know, fan culture was more like cinematic and more like serious and I think that's great content to make but it's a lot for one person um because that's just a lot of filming and a lot of outreach and production and all that kind of stuff uh so I started just trying to make silly sports videos I started in January I took a little bit of a break uh, as I was moving and was trying to find ways to make it work and so it the past couple of weeks I've really started hounding out some pounding out some really good content I feel like in terms of sports videos that are so easy to make but so, well I shouldn't say so easy they take a lot of time your one video that, that got you attention we'll talk about that in a little bit but it was exhausting watching it Maybe. yeah <laughs> but when I say that's easy I think it's easy because it's fun like I'm enjoying doing it and the, the content is it just like comes to me I, I love making it so uh, I, I've kind of switched to doing more of that instead of the travel bit. And if you can't really do both unless you have a, a full production team, which I just don't have the budget for. Uh, if I had a full production team, maybe I could do both. But 
Uh, actually, I've had a full production team, and there's many more ideas in terms of videos that I would want to make that are like silly sports videos that a production team could help with. So that's it was a tough switch because I had to like let go of the initial idea I had and just kind of adapt. But I think that's a key on the internet is just kind of finding what works and what works for you. Like, what do you love and what do other people love and how can you make that work? And I feel like I have found that now. You know, th th there's a perfect compromise here for what, what you were doing versus what you, you could be doing. What is that? Well, with your, your background, there's there's only one thing that you should be doing. That's what? Write a book. Oh, God, no, I can't write a book. <laughs> uh uh. No, no, no. Uh, I am nowhere near writing a book level at this point. <laughs> maybe, maybe in a couple of years I'll consider it. Hey, you know, I have all my. The Philadelphia Eagles coach wins the Super Bowl. He wrote a book. I mean, that yeah, was... <laughs> you know that shit was ghost written. Oh, my goodness. You know, DJ, I, mean, I did. I tried to write a book recently and failed miserably. Because so, writing a book is very for... difficult. I, you know, me writing a book, I can barely read a book, let alone write a book. You're getting pretty far on the alphabet book. No. Yeah, I got to got to Q, and then I went back, and I'm like, <laughs> P. <laughs> <laughs> So moving forward a little bit, you uh, you made an appearance on television recently. You graced our our homes, or at yeah. least like you know fifty million homes in the U.S. or on yeah. the uh, the NHL network. How did that? And uh... shockingly, I only had one guy tell me he hated me. So All right, that's, that's, that's a pretty that, good ratio, you know right? That's, that's pretty that's good. That's pretty awesome. I figured you know more trolls would have come out of that, but no, I only I only got one troll from was, that. I was, got I got quite a few people who messaged me telling me they loved it. Was it Gary Bettman? No, no, it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> what would he have had to hate about that? I have some, made some other stuff I'm sure he would hate, but... <laughs> well, he hates anything fun and enjoyable, so that... And turn me. I'm there to show him that you can have fun. <laughs> yeah, he's Mr. Anti-Fun. <laughs> but that was, a, that was a fun video to make, so... Oh, yeah, yeah. Kate, jumping over to you here. You finally got rid of your Earth-killing car. Yes. Actually, about an hour ago, I officially signed it over. So, for, yep. for, for those who don't know, Kate comes into, when, when Kate and I used to work together, she came in and she's like, I bought a brand new car. I'm really excited. It's a nice car. I'm like, yeah, that is a pretty nice car. And then, and then two weeks later. Yeah, and then like a few weeks later, Volkswagen's like, uh, yeah, we may have manipulated our uh, emissions results on our diesel vehicles. Yeah. Well, I'll never regret getting it because the one time we went to lunch and I put the car in sport mode and just started zooming down the road, your face was priceless. Yeah, because I thought you were going to kill me at that point. <laughs> You, yep. Weave, weaving in and out of traffic, it was, you know, I, I'm like, if I would have been a cop and I pulled you over, I'm like, all right, it's time for a breathalyzer. Let's go. <laughs> it was so worth it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, for me, my, uh, my, since bringing the, the children home in, in late March, my life has been so uneventful outside the home. But I did manage to get some tickets to go see Manchester United play Club America. 
in, uh, yeah, when they came to the Phoenix area over at the University of Phoenix Stadium, which will be hosting the Super Bowl again in 2023, I think. So they'll be coming back, and the Final Four is coming back at, at or I guess it was just here, and then the you know the uh, NCAA championship, whatever the college football playoff final, whatever you want to call it, um, I think is back here in a couple years. So they like to like to come out here just because you know it's, it's a good venue. It's out in the middle of nowhere, uh, but I have to say that game was it, it was very frustrating to watch. It, you know, I mean, it was the first preseason game after the world cup and it was all the non-world cup participating players uh, a lot of kids which was great to see that you know the future of the of the club but oh my god it just you know you had anthony martial who was left off the france roster uh which is bad time to get left left off that roster he looked yeah he looked like he couldn't have given two shits about the game um you know luke shaw came in uh, out of shape as usual and he's running all over the field and i'm not even sure what position he was supposed to be playing he was everywhere uh i am i was pretty sure that jose Mourinho was going to walk out on the field and strangle him before that game ended he did not though well uh, he did walk out of his press conference he, demanding that yeah three times he won won the premiership three times yeah that uh this season's been ugly, and then you know he it started off. Okay, I guess we are going to get into this topic. Yep, I'm wait. I was. I had my popcorn ready. Damn it! So you know he. You know, the trademark of Jose Mourinho is he comes in, he stabilizes the ship year one. Year two, he either wins some trophies or he wins the league or or you know makes a deep Champions League run, and then year three the wheels come off, and then he gets fired mid-year late year and you know this the third year curse is what they call it and you kind of knew it was coming just because he has a track record of this but then it, it started much earlier than anyone anticipated where after the i believe it's the liverpool loss in the u.s tour he kind of mm-hmm. threw all the kids under the bus and and said this isn't my team my team's all at the world cup they're not here and me. and uh God, what else did he say? He said something. Oh, it's like the. Yeah, that's how upset he was. He just yeah. was like, I'm done. Just yeah, threw yeah, his computer. Yeah, and it was and done. He threw the kids under yeah, the bus. So it's like he was on. Yeah, you know, you know, I he, know. This U23 team all got relegated last year, and it's just like, whoosh. Kate, should we tell him? <laughs> no. Okay. What? Okay. Nothing. Nothing happened. You know what? I'm editing this after the show. I can cut out whatever I want. <laughs> you, you might have to cut yourself back in well the nice thing is i'm recording locally so i uh, every, uh okay yes yeah, okay, so my it. stuff's recorded locally so even if i cut out in your end i'm still i can still hear myself which is uh, uh okay which is the okay. best news for all anyway you know, it, it. It, it's it, they've played like shit you know they lost at brighton who's pretty much shit and then they go and they lose to spurs who are not shit but you know, traditionally, Wait, Spurs were a basketball team. They're also a basketball team, but they're oh, not related. Funny. Anyway, okay. I, I don't want to get into it anymore. It's it's upsetting. No, I want you to keep no, going. I'm I, loving I it. No, I don't. I don't want to get into it anymore. It's just yes. Does it make you sad that Liverpool still has clean sheets? It doesn't make me sad that it's been twenty. How many years? Twenty six years since Liverpool won the league. Twenty eight years. What is it now? 
that matters is what's happening right now. And they, nothing's happening so now. We've played three weeks. They're at the top of the table. And you were just saying the season's been horrible so far, and you were the one yeah. on the soapbox. So uh-huh. obviously, That's right. it matters. That's right. No, it matters because this is just a trend for how the rest of the season is going. Yeah. Yeah. And Manchester City will probably win it all again with their you know billion dollar roster and their owners who care about winning versus impressing shareholders and all right that's all i'm going to say because i'm just making myself mad i'm going to throw my water bottle here oh don't do that no i don't want to do that i won't do that because there's still water in it so how was the uh we had a world cup preview show which i infamously predicted that russia would make a deep run and kind of got laughed at for it yeah who's laughing now Thank you very much. Well, okay, real quick, who was going to expect Spain to blow it? I'm like, really? Obviously, DJ did. I did. Because I, I believe in the power of Vladimir Putin, which I probably shouldn't have said. Yeah. We have Robert Mueller knocking on my door tomorrow. <laughs> Don't believe that from the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Uh, well, I think the big thing from that was every, we all kind of knew that Argentina was an issue. So I think like I, I think this anybody who had been following the soccer world at all would have known that Argentina was going to be a problem, and they weren't they weren't the team that everyone thinks they were. Uh, and I, I was happy to see that we were right on that. Not that I was like happy that Argentina was crap, but it was just kind of nice to be like, hey, we got something right. <laughs> you know, and, and Spain, you know, they fired their manager. What was it like two days before the World Cup started because he took the job at Real yeah. Madrid? It's like you know, if you could have kept your mouth shut for a month, you wouldn't have had to deal with that drama. But nope. That was also just really stupid of Spain. Like really, really stupid. There's no reason why they needed to fire him. Yeah, it's not like he was out there using the World Cup to actively recruit players for Real Madrid or anything like. That. Maybe yeah. it was, but or would have. You never but, know. But anyway, I thought it was, it was really. Dumb. Poor move. So you made a, a preview video before the World Cup. How many people in your video thought the U.S. was going to do well in the World Cup this year? There was, at least, there was at least one, I recall, because you made a sad face after he said that. Um, I can't remember. I mean, all I know is that when I was at, talking to the guys at the gym, like the trainers there, they were like, oh, how's USA going to do this year before the World Cup started? And I was like, well, <laughs> they're not in it, so they can't lose. <laughs> they can't win either. No, no, they can't win, but you can't have your heart broken either. I like Julian's thinking here. Yeah. It's like that meme where the guy is like pointing to his head like, can't get your heart broken in the World Cup? You don't make it to the World Cup. <laughs> <laughs> Got the guy pointing at his head. Um, yeah. You know, and, and the thing is like, it was really disappointing they missed it, but I'm just like, you know, when when you really think about it, was there ever a World Cup where we were like, you know what, we have a really good shot of no. making a really deep run? No. You know, not, uh, fan me was no, like, yeah, let's let's do that that upset, but no, I mean, it was, there's really never, it's it's not like, oh, we're a you know, perennial favorite to win it, but it's, I mean, it just, it sucked, but I'm just, I was... You know, it was, Especially it, when you see how the rest of CONCACAF did in the World Cup. Which not and good. then it's just like, oh, God. Like Thinking about the fact that we didn't even make it, yeah. and that's how bad CONCACAF was. Like That definitely sucks, but... 
And then I'm I, just going to check this out of my Chicago here and be like, there's always next year. Yeah, yeah, uh, exactly. Not really. Yeah, no, exactly. There is always next year because the women are going to win the World Cup next year. I'm not feeling too confident in that. I have not. No. Like, again, fan me is like, hell yeah, they're going to win. <laughs> but uh, not fan me is also like, yeah, they haven't been playing well since the Olympics. Uh, and then also on top of that, apparently there was a report that a bunch of the women's players went to Sunil to complain about Jill Ellis, pretty much Uh-oh. saying, like, yeah, saying, uh, like, we're not happy with her. Like, she's not putting a good product out there. She's not doing X, Y, Z. And Sunil was pretty much like, ha, 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 bye. And uh, then nothing uh, happened. So, and, like, I, I hate to break it to everyone. I mean, I could be wrong, but they have not impressed me. The, uh, we'll, we'll all have to pull Landon Donovan and walk around wearing Mexico stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know the 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 wild thing about the the you know I don't remember much about the recent US women's matches. I know they won that uh what was that term like World of Nations or something like that Tournament or, of Nations. Yeah, that's it. They won that and I remember they were playing Australia and it, and I forget who it was. It was cleared the ball. It went right off the Australian player's face, and she just went straight down, and I'm just like, oh, no. Yeah, that one looked painful. Yeah. I had bad memories from when I was, like, nine years old, and I was in travel league, like, the first time, and I'm sitting on the bench, and this kid kicked the ball. And and I just moved to a different spot at the bench because I went to get a cup of water, and I come, and I sit down, and there's no back on the bench, and somebody clears the ball out, catches me right in the face, and next thing I know, here I am with my legs up in the air. I'm surprised you can remember that far back. It was so, yeah. You, you know what? You're not kidding. <laughs> I always remember the traumatic stuff. So, otherwise, it was a good World Cup. I enjoyed it very much. Yeah, I thought it was an amazing World Cup. It really it was one of the best that I can remember in my life, which is... The- Shocking. So, is there a single match that stands out for either of you? Uh, Croatia, Russia. Uh, was that Croatia, Russia? Yeah, it was Croatia, Russia. The one where they had a million penalty kicks. Yeah, that one. I just remember that one because, like, I was rooting so hard for Croatia, and oh, I just loved Croatia. Um, yeah, that one's probably the one that sticks out the most to me. What about you, Kate? What's your... I know, I know what you're going to say. Kate's probably like, shut up. Um, I maybe canceled cable. So I can't watch anything. Oh, why would you do that? Get an antenna. You could have watched it on the Spanish language yeah. network. Yeah, could have. It would have been more entertaining than the Fox broadcast anyway. Ooh. Man, they got ripped for their uh, their. Covers. They did. I mean, I, I didn't think it was that bad. It wasn't good, but I don't think it was as bad as some, some people were saying. Like, you know, it was almost like the Gus Johnson experiment where they let him call soccer games a few years ago, and that was that was bad. That was really bad. Um, but for me, the, the game that stood out was uh, Belgium and Japan, where Japan was leading, I think, was it? Oh, uh, that was a good one, yeah, too. Yeah, 2-0, two, two and then yeah. literally on the last play of the game, off of a corner kick, counterattack, and a goal. Oh, it was beautiful. Also, Belgium-France, I mean, Belgium-Brazil uh, was also a beautiful game. Dan, there were, see, this was probably one of the best World Cups. There were so many amazing games. And Neymar Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. I just got really excited. 
I mean, it was it was it was just so much to talk about. You could have a whole episode on it, but we won't. We're not going to do that. So I do have one question. How did you guys feel about the beer shortage? Unacceptable. I know. Shocking. Yeah, I mean, Russia's not really a beer country. So I don't know. I mean, what are they thinking? Everyone is going to drink vodka? Well, there was also the CO2 issues in Europe at the same time. So it's probably a supply problem. Mm. You know, I looked really in-depth into that aspect. I didn't even know that was an issue. Thank you for bringing that to my attention. You're welcome. <laughs> Jillian, did you, know, I, did you know that was no, an I issue? I did not. Well, did we, not. we learned something today, folks. Do you want to learn more, like we, in the form of trivia? Yes, we yeah, do. Yeah, I do. What a great segue. Fantastic. I know. I'm getting so good at that. It's time once again for everyone's favorite segment, Kate Stadium Scene Podcast Trivia. Kate, you've got your evil trivia for the day. Uh-oh. Will DJ and Jillian be able to answer her questions? Yeah. Yeah! Or will it just end up in embarrassment and humiliation? <laughs> the internet she, she has the evil laugh down. She, she did an evil laugh on us. So, I may have taken a half day for my day job today just to write trivia. Well, you are just wild and crazy, aren't you? I got a text message a couple hours ago. I spent over an hour working on these questions. I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> so, today's edition of trivia is the John McCain edition. Not what I was expecting, honestly. Turns out he's really involved in sports. He is. Makes sense, yeah. I actually went to a baseball game that he was at one time, and it led to an amazing picture. A foul ball was hit right to him, and he just kind of like put his hands up in the air and like kind of went ah and, and missed it, and it was uh, it was quite funny. But anyway, so today's buzz and word is going to be Arizona because he was a big Arizona sports fan. Okay, fair. So, question number one. Growing up, I heard a lot about Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa and their battle for the home run records. This happened thanks to steroids and lax allegedly, major, yeah, and lax major league baseball regulations. That was until Senator timeout. Wait, what's Hold the buzzing word? You didn't give us a buzzing word. You're not paying it's attention. Arizona. Oh, wait, it's yeah, Arizona. I wrote it down in front of me. Jeez, I'm stupid. <laughs> Okay, sorry. I thought Steve was standing outside the door. He's not. Okay. Weirdo. So, back to my question. Due to lax Major League Baseball regulations, okay? That was until Senator John McCain threatened federal legislation if the Major League Baseball didn't make a harsher drug policy. Prior to this new policy, how many times a year did athletes get drug tested? Bueller. I wish there was a picture right now because I was opening my mouth to buzz in because I thought I knew where you were going with this and and <laughs> um, I have literally no idea. So I'm gonna wait till DJ goes and then I'm just gonna base my guess off of oh, what he says. What if I don't answer and I just sit here and we have a stalemate for the next hour? Oh, that's <laughs> really great content right there. That's top notch podcast. Yes. 
everybody walk away for the next hour because we're just going to have total silence. Go read a book. Yep. Don't read, listen to us. Read Jillian's non-existent book. Yep. Or you can help me write it. That's the other option. <laughs> it doesn't hurt to guess it's a number. All right, Arizona. DJ. Two. Wrong. Ah. Arizona. Jillian. Three. Uh, wrong. Only <laughs> once a year. Huh. What? Yeah. That was until the federal regulations were put in. Or not the federal. Until they were threatened with federal regulations. So, zero, zero. Question close. number two. Did you guys know that John McCain was a lightweight boxer? Did not. I did not know that. He... Due to his love for the sport, he worked diligently to protect the fighters. In 1996, he introduced a bill that medically protected the fighters. What was the bill's name? It's just just not right. Yeah, I have no idea. <laughs> it was the Professional Boxing Safety Act bill. This might be the worst we've ever done at uh, trivia. Can we have like questions about zebras, please? No, but we get a little bit better. Okay. By the way, I wrote these out in a notebook, and it took two pages. I'm, so, question nothing. number three. John McCain was outspoken about not being a fan of the UFC. His problems with it included there were no rules or weight classes. His criticism is said to have gotten the matches pulled from pay-per-view and banned in every state until they cleaned up the sport. What did John McCain compare the sport to? I'm just going to take a guess. Arizona. It's going to be wrong, but I'm going to say bullfighting. Wrong, but you're pretty close. Oh, oh. I liked one. Good guess. Um, Arizona. DJ. Uh, gladiator fighting. You're also somewhat close. Damn. It was human cockfighting. <laughs> human cockfighting. I'm going to have to use that. <laughs> hey, I told you. I research here. Human so we're all we're, we're going strong on nobody gets anything right so uh, far i think yeah. yeah i think this episode's gonna be called human cockfighting oh i like it <laughs> <laughs> might get the wrong impression maybe you should rethink that one so question number four wow this is bad the beginning of sporting events are very patriotic however they are actually paid for commercialism between 2012 and 2015, $53 million was spent on marketing and advertising contracts with sports teams from the DOD. Um, how much of that $53 million um, went to teams associated with the NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL, and MLS? Person who is closest but not over. playing prices right rules yeah you know what it's funny too because you sent me that report earlier and i didn't read it <laughs> <laughs> she literally she literally texted me the report and said this is interesting and i'm like yeah yeah i know about it and i didn't read like, it. yeah okay kate <laughs> and if i and if i would have read it i'd know the answer to this so yeah it was on like page three or something you know what? This sucks because whoever answers first is going to be like, I don't know, you know, one million. Oh, so one what, million and one dollar. 
So what's the what's how much of that money goes to what? Can I, I think I've lost track of the question at this point. Okay, the question is how much of the fifty three million um, went towards or went to teams associated with the NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL, and MLS. I'll just go ten million. DJ, uh, I'm going to say thirty five million. It was actually ten point four million. Oh. So just what oh i got one right well not really right but i was pretty damn close i count as right close enough yeah man okay finally with jillian in the lead with one zero this trivia sucks (laughs) who left me alone to make these you did Uh, so the sports world is paying their respects to john mccain what three teams have players or retire players um, participating in his service. Arizona. Oh, I know one of them. <laughs> it would be the Arizona Diamondbacks, the Arizona Cardinals, and the Arizona Coyotes. Yep. I only knew those because you texted me, DJ. Yeah. So it's only fair yeah. that you get that. Yes. So <laughs> Luis Gonzalez, who played for the Diamondbacks, is one of the pallbearers, as is Shane Doan, who played for the Coyotes for like 20 years. And then Larry Fitzgerald is speaking at the funeral, and they're not going to let him carry a casket with his season starting here soon. So, um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, John McCain was uh, – pretty close with 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 those guys it's um, not really too much of a surprise to see that they're they're being uh, involved in the in the funeral services out here it just shocked me how involved he was in sports and sports legislation like did you know he did all that i did not I, did, I knew he was like slightly involved but i didn't know to what extent like, i knew he liked sports i think is what i knew yeah he was a diamondback season ticket holder Whenever he was in, which he wasn't really in town that much. So it's like, I'm not sure why you'd have season tickets. If, I, I guess, well, it's not like his family was hurting for money. For, a lot of people don't know realize this, but his, uh, his wife owns the, I guess her family owns, and I think she's the chairman of the beverage distribution company that distributes like beer and, and Coke products. And I think Coke products um, out here. So. Uh, it's it's rumored that she, her family's were or her, she's actually worth somewhere around a hundred million dollars or so. So, they're uh, pretty financially uh, in in good shape, I'd say. Yeah. So, we're back, episode twenty six. We've got some plans coming down the road. Kate booked us a guest, so um, do, do you want to hype that up or do you want to keep it in the dark for everybody? It's going to be a secret. All right. And yes, we, I'm here just dying to know who we got as our guest. So I'm also trying to work some, some guests from a, a, a celebrity angle, and it's failing miserably so far. So you Hollywood agent, you know who you are. Respond to my email, damn it. The odds. That's that he, not how you get people to respond. Yeah, the odds that he hears this podcast, pretty low. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so... Anyone have any closing thoughts before we wrap up today? Uh, Thanks for listening, everybody. All right. (laughs) So, yes, thank you for listening. Kate, you got anything, or are you just going to sit there? I'm sitting. Actually, I'm standing. Standing. But, yeah. She's sitting here patting herself on the back for that insane trivia. That's Mm -hmm. just, that was just mean. That's just not even cool. Hi, Steve. Hi, Steve. 
I need to. We're, we're leaving that in. I'm not editing that out. So perfect. All right. So stadiumscene.tv. Visit us on social media at Stadium Scene on Facebook, Twitter, and Pinterest at Stadium underscore Scene on Instagram. And we will see you next time. <laughs>